How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlick Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hello, hello, good morning, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship during the recession, my thoughts on the recession, and something I call the four futures model that I've been teaching on for the last uh, two and a half, three years now, actually. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlicbook.com, S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, the book available now also on Amazon. Now let's get on with the show. All right, friends, let's be honest. I don't care what the media tells you. I don't care what the government tells you. We're in a recession, right? We've been in a recession for uh, roughly seven or eight months right now. The, uh, the Oxford Dictionary definition of a recession is two straight quarters of negative GDP. And we had two straight quarters of negative GDP um, as of last quarter. And the government's still trying to say that we, we didn't we're not in a recession. And uh, the truth is, you know, if you have two straight quarters of negative GDP, that means that you've already been in a recession for six months. So we've been in a recession for seven or eight months now. The government still won't admit it. Um, But that also doesn't mean that we uh, necessarily have the best behind us as well, right? So we've got a lot going on. Just, you know, just kind of take a look at the signs. I don't know who follows all the uh, fun economic stuff, but if you're not following it, there's an energy crisis going on in Europe. There is inflation widespread all over the world. Uh, Interest rates have gotten hiked every quarter for the last three quarters in the U.S. to try and curb inflation, and it has not fully curbed inflation yet. There is a war going on in Eastern Europe. There is talk of war going on in Asia. There is a lot of stuff going on in the economy right now that is uh, really causing a lot of problems and issues. Now, the reason that the government says that we are not in a recession is because unemployment is still uh, relatively low, but that seems to start to be taking a turn as well, right? So uh, unemployment will be going down soon too. And and in the end, you know, we're just going to see economic times getting tougher over the next three, six, maybe even 12 months with everything going on. A lot of the uncertainty, everything there as well. Now, here's the truth. Winter is here, right? Winter is coming. Now, winter is not coming. Winter is here. It's been here for months, right? So one of the things that I've been talking a lot about with our clients, you know, we work with anywhere between 130 and 150 entrepreneurs at any one given time here at High Impact Coaching. And this is something that we were, we've been talking about a lot over the last three to six months, which is why so many of our clients are actually having their best months ever. We just had a live event uh, with nearly 80 coaches at it. And in that live event, I asked everybody to raise their hand, you know, who's, who's been aware of the recession in the tough economic times and everybody raised their hand. And I said, 
raise your hand if in the last three months you have had one of you know, your best months ever. And two thirds of the room raised their hand. Two thirds of the room raised their hand while you know, a majority of the, the economy and people are falling into scarcity, falling into fear. And I wanted to talk about what it really takes to, to be an entrepreneur in a recession and why so many of our clients are doing so well uh, while so many other people are actually falling off. And it really comes down to this idea uh, that I call being built for winter. And this is uh, um, an idea that I first learned from uh, one of my good friends and mentors, Bedros Koulian, the founder of Fit Body Bootcamp. Um, and he says, this is one of my favorite stories. He says, he says, you know, you know, orchids, anybody know an orchid? And you go, yeah, of course I know what an orchid is. They're beautiful plants, aren't they? Beautiful, be absolutely beautiful flowers. Now, the problem with an orchid is you turn the temperature up two degrees too high, it dies. You turn the temperature down two degrees too low, it dies. You put too much soil there, it dies. You put too little soil there, it dies. You water it too fast, it dies. You water it too slowly, it dies. You are, if you do any, you sneeze wrong in the room and that fucking plant dies, right? Now, a lot of people want to be pretty shiny orchid entrepreneurs, built for spring, built for summer, built for perfect weather. So many people want to be an entrepreneur when times are easy, when all the things are lined up and everything seems to be going according to plan. But the truth is, if you want to be a long-term entrepreneur, the economy entrepreneurship, your business is going to always go through seasons. It's always going to go through ups and it's going to go through downs. You might start your entrepreneurial journey in a spring and then go through a summer, but then you might quickly have a fall and then a winter eventually. But then after that, what are you going to have? Another spring and then a summer and then a fall and then a winter. Entrepreneurship goes through cycles. And if you're not built for winter, then every time you try and build a business, you will die when winter hits. Now, I don't know about you, but if I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to be built for the long term. I want to be built to be able to survive the winters, right? So Baker says, I don't want to be an I don't want to be an orchid. I want to be a garden weed. I want to be that that fucking garden weed that you you chop with the weed whacker and it comes back the next day. You take that take an entire gallon of raid to that thing and it comes back bigger and stronger. You pull it at, you know, the, you, we're talking the weeds that like grow out of the cracks in concrete and you pull them out of the crack in concrete and there's no soil there and it, you're holding it in the air and it's like still growing in mid air. You're like, what the fuck is this thing? This is some alien species of plant that can grow with absolutely nothing around it, right? I want to be that garden weed. I don't care how I look. I don't care how it looks. I don't care how shiny it is. I don't, I don't care. I just want to make sure that I survive through the ups and through the downs. That's what I really want. Now, I want to be that garden weed. Now, the reason I share this with you guys is because I truly believe that the number one thing that actually fixes the economy is not the government. It's not the president. It's entrepreneurs. It's business owners. Business owners are what get our, our GDP or what get our economy back on track. Right. And so this is why I'm sharing this information with you guys, because the government's not going to fix your problems. The 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 economy's not going to fix itself. We have to go fix it as entrepreneurs. And so I always share my four futures model with our entrepreneurs to make sure that they're picking the right future for them. And I want to walk through that with you so you can pick your future, because the truth is you can create your own economy. How come in a downed economy? We can have two thirds of a room saying they're having their best months ever. They're they're setting records. They're breaking breaking barriers, breaking goals in their businesses. Right? That's because you can create your own economy if you have the right wherewithal, the right support, the right tactics, the right strategies, and most importantly, the right mindset around it all. So, 
let's dig in. Future number one. And these the four futures is something that I shared with everybody uh, around the time of COVID when everybody was freaking out and didn't know what to do. And we saw this play out as COVID hit over the next 12 months directly after COVID um, almost perfectly. And we're seeing it again happening right now. So the first future is the lowest level future. It's what we call denial and blaming. So this is where as an entrepreneur, we're in denial. We're in denial that there is uh, a really shitty situation uh, among us, right? And we see this most with overly pessimistic people. Now, uh, you're Alexander, you're a you know, self-development, personal development guy. Like, what can you be saying? You can be too optimistic. So I want to tell you the story. I want to tell you the story of... Um, uh, Admiral Stockdale. Now, if anybody's ever read the book, Good to Great, uh, Jim Collins researched the top 38 companies over the last half century that were considered great companies, meaning that over the course of three decades, they continued a drastic level of scale and growth that was in incomparable to any other business. And what he found was they exuded something he called the Stockdale paradox. And this came from Admiral Stockdale. Now, Admiral Stockdale was a commander uh, for the U.S. Navy during Vietnam, and he was captured when his plane was shot down, and he was held prisoner of war for over seven years uh, at the Hanoi Prisoner of War Camp. Now, he was tortured over 20 times. He had dozen limbs broken. He was almost killed several times, right? But he survived for seven and a half years before returning home. And when asked, you know, people asked, you know, General Stockdale, how come you survived when so many hundreds didn't? And he said, oh, that, that's pretty simple. When you're in hell, accept that you're in hell. And they said, well, who didn't survive? And he said, oh, that one's also easy. It's the optimists. And everyone's like, what? But I thought you want to have hope. You want to you be hopeful. And he said, optimists, optimists always believed, you know, it, it was, let's say it was the end of the year. They believed they'd be out by Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving came around and they weren't out. And so then they believed they'd be out by Christmas. And then when Christmas came, they weren't out. So then they thought they'd be out by Easter. And when Easter came, they weren't out. And then by summer, and when summer came, they weren't out. And then by the next Thanksgiving, they weren't out. And then by Christmas again, they weren't out. And by then, they lost hope. And they died. The people who were over-optimistic were the ones that actually died first. And he said, see, the truth is, you can never mistake the faith that you will make it in the end, which you can never afford to lose with the discipline to accept your current circumstances and your current reality. Pay attention, right? You have to have the faith. You have to have faith that you will make it in the end, but you have to have the discipline and courage to face the truth of your current reality. Like he mentioned, accept that you're in hell. Now, this is one of the biggest things that we see happening with entrepreneurs is they try to pretend that the economy is going to fix itself. They try to pretend that the government's going to come fix them. They're in denial that they're in a bad situation. They're blaming other people and they're waiting for a knight in shining armor to come save them. Well, as an entrepreneur, we can't do that. You can't pretend that you can't do anything right now. You can't blame others. You can't blame your spouse or your boss or clients or the economy or the president. You have to accept that you're in hell. You have to take ownership over it and you have to start trudging through the mud to get out. Now, we've seen this happen with good entrepreneurs over the last several months. That's the truth. Now, I'd be lying if I told you that some of our clients didn't fall into this. In fact, you know, we've actually had to kick more people out of our program. We had to kick six people out of our programs in the last two months alone, two or three months alone, because they weren't abiding by our agreements that they have to take 100% ownership. They have to stay out of the victim mindset. They can't blame or complain or anything like that. 
And we'd work with them for a few weeks. We'd work with them for a few months, but eventually they might fall off. And the truth was, you know, it's not their fault. The government, the media is programming them to be blamers and complainers and not take ownership anyways. And they end up falling into that victimhood. We're surrounded by people that are falling in negative energy. Think about all the people that are around you that are feeling that negative energy and they're programming you right now. You have to be very, very aware of this because most of the time it's not your fault that you're falling into denial, that you're blaming, that you're becoming a victim. It's because you're exposed to other people that are in denial and blaming and becoming a victim. But that's also why we have to be really strict in terms of the people that we work with because we can't let that poison spread throughout the rest of our programs. We actually had to remove people from our programs over the last several months. That's number one. Number two is you accept that you're in hell, but you're still blaming others. Now, you know it's gonna be gonna be tough, and you pretend to take ownership. I, I call these, the, I'll give it the old college try type people. You know, they pretend they're taking ownership, they pretend they're gonna really go after it, but the truth is they don't really burn the boats and really say, I'm 100% doing this no matter what. They pretend they're taking ownership, but in the end, they've still got a fallback. In the end, they're still, they're still hanging out with you know shitty people that are poisoning their mind. And they're going to bleed out really slowly. Now, this this future sucks because whereas, you know, the denial people, they end up bleeding out very quickly. The acceptance, but blaming and blaming the, playing the victim people bleed out slowly over the course of three, six, maybe even nine months. They pretend they're doing everything that they need to, but they slowly bleed out and then eventually give up. But they go, oh, I'm not giving up. I'm giving it the old college try. It's just not working out for me. No, you're giving up. We can't do that. Now, the third type of future, this is where we start to turn the corner. This is where you've truly accepted that we're in hell and you're going to fight through it no matter what. You've burnt the bridges behind you. You've burnt the boats behind you. I'm going to fight through this no matter what. Now, you might have a little, you might, might be a little bit slow to adapt and change. And this is what's going to make the next six to 12 months tough for you. But you're going to remain strong. You're going to surround yourself with the right people. Because the truth is, you're going to be hearing a lot of negative shit from the media, from your friends, from your family all the time, but you're going to surround yourself with good coaches, good mentors, good people whispering in your ear, hey, let's keep up this good fight, because eventually the winds will change, and that's the truth. You're going to have ups, you're going to have downs, but that's okay, because overall, you'll keep yourself relatively stable, and six months from now, nine months from now, 12 months from now, a lot of the competition, a lot of the competition is going to be cleared out, and you're going to have an open market when things eventually do turn. Like I mentioned, everything goes in cycles, right? We're not always gonna have springs and summers, but we're also not always gonna have winters. Six months from now, a year from now, 18 months from now, the winds will change eventually. We don't know exactly when it will be, but the winds will change eventually. And if you can remain strong and you can keep fighting, through the next 6, 12, 18 months, because that's who you were meant to be. You know that there are people out there that you need to serve, and you know that you don't have another option. You can't give up. 6, 12, 18 months from now, you're going to be built for winter. And when spring or summer rolls around, that's going to be an easy road. And the last set of people that we see right now, the last set of people that we see right now, we call the victors. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it right now more than ever. We saw it back when COVID first hit. We're seeing it now. These are the people that are accepting that hell is going on. These are the people that I had conversations with eight months ago, and we talked about, we're pretty sure there's a recession going on right now. We're falling into a recession right now. And they knew it, and they accepted it, 
They started fighting right from the beginning and they were fast to adapt and make difficult decisions. They made changes quickly. They made cuts quickly. They doubled down. They spent more money on ads. They worked harder to make sure, make sure that things were happening. They pulled themselves out of scarcity mindset. They surrounded themselves with great mentorship, great coaches, good masterminds, good communities to make sure because they know that five, you're five times more likely to be programmed by negative than you are to be programmed by positive. So that means with all the negativity going on in the world, we need to put five times that amount of positive programming in our brain. Good people, good good podcasts, good books, good everything to just bombard that subconscious mind so we're thinking positively, we're really getting after it. You know, recessions don't mean that people aren't buying, right? Back in the Great Recession 2008-2009, the global GDP or the GDP for the US went from 20 trillion, 20.94 trillion to 20.03 trillion. Think about that. During the Great Recession, GDP dropped 4.3% from about 21 trillion to 20 trillion. We didn't stop spending money altogether. It was just a small tick and we shifted how we were spending money. That means there was still $20 trillion being spent. That means even right now in this recession, there's still a shit ton of money being spent. It's just being spent differently. It's being spent in different ways. And number four, the people who accept this and the people who are adaptable and make difficult decisions understand that you need to adapt, you need to change to what's going on in people's hearts and desires, the way that they are shifting and spending their money, because we're still spending $20 trillion. This is the opportunity to refine your skills as an entrepreneur, adjust your marketing, adjust your sales, adjust your angles, adjust your product to be what people really want to buy. This is the reason why in a room of 80 coaches that we were just in at our live event, two thirds of them were like, we're having our best months ever because they've been adaptable over the last six months to figure out what the industry really wants. Now, you know what's amazing when the sun comes out again, six, nine, 12, 18 months, these people are gonna be so far ahead of the curve, there's gonna be no competition at all for them because they doubled down. They went harder, they spent more. They really, really pushed to grow their business because in any change, there's always hardship and opportunity. Most people right now are focused on the hardship, but this group, the top 5%, 10% of entrepreneurs are focused on the opportunities. And if you can find these opportunities, you can absolutely blow up your market space. This is the four futures model. So I want you, if you're an entrepreneur or you wanna become an entrepreneur, I want you to realize that as an entrepreneur, there's never been more opportunity than there is right now. But we need to be aware, we need to understand that the markets are difficult, the economy is a bit weird, there's a lot of uncertainty, so you have to have a really strong belief. You have to be built for winter, you have to be that garden weed, and you have to be adaptable to make sure that you're figuring out what is it that the industry really wants right now. But if you can do these things over the next 12 months, when the sun comes back out, you will have such a leg up on the entire competition you won't even have to ever worry about your future again. Now, tough economic times are not fun, but think about it. Do you grow more as a person when things are growing well, when everything's going according to plan, or when things are tough? During smooth seas, everybody's a great captain. But during, during winter squalls and tough storms, that's a true test of your leadership. So learn to enjoy the tough times because you'll be a bigger, better person, a bigger, better leader, a bigger, better entrepreneur because of it. Now, that's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to Amazon and grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now.
All right. That's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. 